All right, welcome to the Sunrise and Shine podcast. If this is your first time with us, welcome. And if this is your, like, I don't know how many ever episodes this is, probably 30 or 100, um, welcome back. <laughs> uh, for first timers, my name is Steve, and I am a pastor. I pastor a, a, a congregation, uh, I pastor a, a church plant, a church startup group. I pastor a small group of people trying to get a church plant going in Natchitoches, Louisiana, and it's called Awaken Church. Uh, if you want a podcast and just kind of hear what we do at Awaken Church, uh, you can get our sermons every week on a podcast version um, by just searching Awaken Church or Awaken Church Natchitoches. And uh, I like Kiali. Just look that up and uh, you can listen to those if you want to hear sermons. This is not a sermon podcast, although I have in recent days uh, used some sermon outlines as kind of material for the podcast. But typically what I do is I just put out a question using Facebook and I just say, what should I talk about? Um, and if I don't already have like a couple of things on my mind. And I just said, you know what? I haven't done a podcast in a couple of weeks, and actually the last podcast I did was just a short, like, six-minute, uh, I did, uh, I wrote a spoken word piece for our worship at Awaken Church a couple of weeks ago, and as part of our worship, it was kind of a spoken word uh, poem, if you, whatever you want to call it, and uh, I just said, you know what, let's put that out on the podcast just in case it would bless somebody to hear it. So, so that was the last podcast I did, which wasn't truly a podcast episode, but anyway, it's out there if you want to take a listen to it. Um, yeah, it's called Vision 2020 or 2020 Vision. So check that out. Um, it's only like six minute long podcast. So anyway, but yeah, so what I do is I get people to give me suggestions of what we should talk about. And this week, uh, I have a friend named Braden, and Braden, who is a really really neat guy. I like this. I, I like this guy a lot. Um, uh, a good friend from from back in the day, <laughs> which is like a little over four years ago. But he said, uh, here's your topic. Is cereal soup? Is cereal a soup? And so we're going to talk about that for the next few minutes. We're Actually, we're going to talk about that and, and kind of how we use words and the, the importance of the importance of words, but really how we have taken different words and given them um different definitions and sometimes we use them in ways because it's culturally acceptable and we use words in ways that we we may or may not realize are offensive because it's just oh everybody says it's no big deal it's just words and i think it's 2020 and by now every single one of us realizes that words are not just words words hurt words offend words maim um they used to say sticks and stones may break my bones but words never hurt me i personally have been hurt bad by words so uh take that for what it is the words i'm going to talk about today i'm just going to take a light-hearted approach to this i'm not going to try and like slam you for using the words you use um because choose them carefully but anyway is cereal soup now when you think about what cereal is cereal is it's cereal whether it's dry or whether it's wet because cereal is the grain it's the it's the it's the you know the the hard stuff that you put in a bowl and you put milk on but you can eat cereal dry and it's still cereal because cereal is the grain it's the it's the 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 thing you put in the bowl um then you add milk to it now the cool the, the cool thing about cereal is and you put the milk in it it's still cereal 
Because, right? That's what we call it. Cereal. It's, it's cereal if you eat it dry. It's cereal if you eat it with milk, right? So is it soup? And I think the idea is soup is, is in a bowl and it's, li- and it's got a liquid to it. So when you think about soup, typically I think you know those in the uh, culinary industry would probably want to define soup as something with a, a meat or vegetable base that's been heated and it it's probably served hot or warm there there are some soups i guess are served cold but they've been heated it's been cooked and you don't really cook cereal i mean i guess you cook oatmeal and that's a type of cereal but you know, so you you could say, well, that's cooked, but it's not based with like a vegetable or, or definitely a meat. And I think meat has a lot to do with with soup, um, the de- the culinary defining of what a soup is. Okay, and so if we're looking at this from a culinary standpoint, and I'm no culinary expert, I'm a pastor. I have spent um, the better part of 25 years plus um, making my main study, my main subject of my life and study um, Christianity uh, and Jewish history and religion and, um, and and all the kind of sociology, so, social and sociology and uh, psycholo- psychological aspects of all of that. And so that's kind of where my, my, my wheelhouse is. That's my specialty. Culinary stuff, I do cook a lot and I love to cook. I love to be in the kitchen. Uh, I like to cook dinner. Um, I like to make up recipes and uh, find out what I like, and usually my, what I like is too spicy for other people. But, but hey, I, you know, I cook for me. I don't cook for you. Well, I cook for my family, so I had to take that back. I, I try to tone it down for them. What I found is I can cook stuff that that most of us like, and then I can add spicy stuff to mine once it's on the plate. So there you go. So from the culinary standpoint, I'm not an expert. I'm definitely. I wouldn't even say I'm a specialist. Um, I dabble, and so for me to give you a culinary decision definitive decision is cereal a soup um i'm not really qualified to do that but what i can say is i believe that most culinary folks chef cooks um taste testers would consider a soup something that's been based with meat and or vegetable and is kind of boiled or cooked to a to a to a level of of hot Cereal is a grain put in a bowl, served cold usually with milk, not counting oatmeal. Okay, and so the idea I have is is this: if we understand what cereal is, it's the grain. It's not the it's not the dish. It's a grain that becomes the dish called cereal. But is it a soup? Now, a lot of times when we when I think of something that's a soup, that that world is that that word is used really outside of the culinary world to refer to anything that's a wet, moist kind of mixture of stuff. We talk about that things are uh, there's a uh, here in Louisiana we have swamps, and a lot of times when the water gets kind of murky and muddy, it's, we call it soupy. That that this water is like a soup. Um, we talk about. Um, how the world began and that we, you know, if, if God, God is the, the one who spoke things into existence, that it all kind of began with a soup, like a, just a mixture, a mixture of like every, all the building blocks of everything just kind of were in this soup. That's kind of the idea. So even in the beginning of Genesis chapter one, where it says God's spirit was hovering over the waters, it's kind of like this, this idea that there's a soupiness to it. Like everything that's going to come out of God in creation came out of the soup. So, so soup could be 
Culinary, yes, very specific. But in general, a soup could be anything that's a liquid kind of mixture of stuff. It's soupy. And so in that context, well, yes, cereal could be considered soup because it's it's in a, it's it's liquid and it's it's solid and it's mushy and it's it's soupy, right? And so, yeah, you could I could see a case for it if you want to say that because you take the word soup and you can make you could have it to mean several different things. It's a specific dish, but it's also a, a state that something could be in. And so we talk about those words that we use and um, the meanings that they have. Now, there are a lot of words in our culture today, and I'm just going to talk about this like two are that that just really stand out to me. And they have become kind of a pet peeve, but nothing that upsets me. It's something that I find amusing at the, at the level of, <laughs> I can't believe you think that's funny or appropriate. <laughs> and, and it's just kind of amusing to me. Not angering to me whatsoever. Um, kind of like this cereal of soup. I'm not mad at you if you think cereal's a soup or if it's not a soup. Um, I have no skin in that game. And there's no skin in the soup I make unless it's made with, you know, like some, some pork. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Words and phrases that we use. And probably the the one is a name that's big, that, that stands out to me. Because in our culture right now, um, there is a lot of use of this term, Karen. The name Karen. And I first noticed this because somebody said it to me a while back. And they were like, uh, I, I made some comment or I posted a picture. And they were like, uh, okay then, Karen. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't understand. And I kept seeing – then I, I started seeing it over and over again, like what people using the phrase and yet adding the, the name Karen to it. And I thought, well, my wife's name is Karen. And those of you who know her as Shelly, her name is Karen Michelle. And so she's always been Shelly because she had an aunt named Karen, an auntie, if you call your aunt an auntie. And I know many people that do, uh, named Karen. And so to differentiate between Karen the auntie and Karen the niece, they just called her by her middle name, which is Michelle, shortened to Shelly. So my wife, this is this has gone way further than I thought I would even talk about on the podcast. But everyone who knows her as Shelly, her name is Karen Michelle. So Shelly. So whenever I kept seeing this come up everywhere, I was like, why Why is like this name being attached to everything? Is there a specific Karen somewhere? That's that. This is this a quote from a movie or a TV show? Like, there's a tons of these 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 popular shows that I've never seen, mainly because they become they have become popular on Netflix. I don't got Netflix, or they're popular on HBO. I don't got HBO. So I've never seen Game of Thrones. I've never seen Tiger King. I've never seen you know a lot of that stuff, and. I don't know. Is this a character from the show? Am I supposed to know who this this uh, person is that they keep talking about? Who this Karen is? And so when I finally get okay, I'll just Google it. Like that's that's research, right? In twenty twenty, uh, I'll Google it. And it was like a Karen is in in current slang, pop culture slang. A Karen is um, a middle aged slash Gen X. Or you know, actually, I think it said Boomer uh, when I looked it up. Uh, boomer, um, uh, female with a, a blonde haircut, and and is always at Target with a Starbucks in her hand, demanding a refund. Um, that was like the <laughs> the gist I got from it. And so all these memes and quotes and things say, and even people saying to me, "Okay, Karen," the idea was, "Okay, you're acting like a." 
uh, middle-aged boomer or Gen X female soccer mom with blonde hair who drinks Starbucks and demands a refund at Target. Well, I mean, this is kind of, you know, in this day and age of uh, talking about all the isms and racisms and genderism and, uh, and, and uh, you know, all that stuff and, you know, and trying to not use stereotypes and not do that. This is like straight up, <laughs> straight up the same exact thing. Um, and I don't see how you could see it's not uh, because there is a t- there is a typical Karen. Um, by the way, my wife's hair is very red. And she's never like demanded a refund anywhere, and hardly ever drinks Starbucks. Um, she does drink a chai tea, but she makes it at home. I don't know if Karens are, are people who make stuff at home or not, but my wife Karen does. So, and also I have an aunt Karen, uh, and I was like, well, you know, this is this is like you know my aunt Karen doesn't act like this, uh, you know. Also, the another one of these names that's used is Becky. Like and it's used like well and somebody even tried to try to uh, in a in a recent conversation on social media try to help me understand it's like well for a younger uh, for younger ones who act like this it's Becky but for little ones who are middle aged it's it's Karen and I'm like well I have an aunt Becky too so that doesn't help and I also have a cousin named Becky it's just ridiculous that we gotta take somebody's uh, a name and uh, make a uh, slur out of it. Uh, so, so, but anyway, that we've do that. And I guess it's not anything new. Um, we've done that with names, um, forever. Um, and I can think of some names and they're, they're tied to racial, racial stereotypes, just like Karen is and just like Becky is. Um, and so I think maybe, maybe we just don't do that. And, or maybe I just don't do it and keep on, uh, being amused and annoyed at you for doing it, I guess that, that's the root. That's the root I'll take on that, I guess. But then I was thinking about that, the, the way we use these words, and and uh, you know the other word that comes to mind is this: because is cereal a soup? Is it a meal or is cereal a snack? Now I guess cereal is the kind of thing where you can have cereal as as a soupy meal. Are you gonna eat cereal just uh, like dry as a snack if it's the kind of cereal you like? And cereal is like the grain. Um, oh, some cereals are mostly just sugar, I guess. But but you know, I, don't, I hardly ever eat cereal, and I only I don't eat soup a lot. I eat soup probably more than I eat cereal, and I eat soup maybe twice a year. So so there tells you my expertise on cereal. So, but uh, is it is it a soup or is it a meal? Is it is it a snack? And that's another word, and this is the this is the one that I started hearing people refer to uh, folks that they found attractive as a snack. Um, and maybe you've heard this. Uh, I, I'm certain if you've been using social media, you've seen somebody referred to as a snack. And the idea is, is somebody that I am attracted to. That this is someone who you know is a is a snack. Um, and I think about, man, what is a snack? A snack is something that you have to kind of tide you over between meals. It's not a, it's not a meal. It's not a main course. It's not a, it's not something you really uh, usually plan on. Uh, that you know, you usually you plan a meal like you, you decide what's going to be for a meal. But whenever you have a snack, you just kind of go, I want to go in the kitchen and find a snack. And maybe you have your favorite snacks and you know where they are, but you don't really plan that, right? You plan a meal for dinner tonight. We're gonna have we're gonna have uh, pork chop. We're gonna bake pork chops. I'm gonna make some some squash. We'll have uh, uh, 
macaroni and cheese. Um, but what about in between time? My kids are going to come in here about but sometime between 3 and 3.30 and say, Dad, can I have a snack? They're not going to ask for a planned meal. They're going to ask for a snack. And so a snack is something that is not the main thing. It's not what you plan on. It's something to tide you over. And when you refer to a person as that, that's to me, and this is just, and again, I am not the most, I'm not a prude. Anybody that knows me knows I'm not the most uh, conservative person in the world. And I'm not talking po- politics there. I'm talking just about life. Um, it just sounds like to refer to someone as a snack, like you're not, you're not what I would really plan on. You're not what I would really like you know, like, like want to have as the main me, like my main meal. Like you're not the one I want to have my main relationship with. You're the one I want to have when I just, I got a little, I got a little hunger that needs to be satisfied. That's, that's gross y'all. I mean, it really is that. And of course, again, I'm a 50 year old married man. I've been married 30 years now. We had our 30th anniversary a couple of weeks ago. And so I've been like having a main course that's that's fantastic for 30 years. I don't need a snack. And I don't know why anybody would would uh, would, would appreciate being called a snack if you understand what a snack is. Um but again, that's just me and I find it amusing and a little frustrating when when uh I I work uh with I have my own kids I'm trying to raise my own boys I got three boys one well one young man and two boys and I'm really really trying to raise them up uh to be gentlemen to be to be better uh to be better than me to be better than us and my prayer is that um they never <laughs> refer to somebody uh, that they are interested in as a snack or somebody that they just are attracted to. I, I would hate for one of my boys to, 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 to see, you know, even a, a, an actress or, or a pop star that they thought was, um, you know, a wrestler or anybody that they thought was attractive and go, Oh, that's a, that's a snack. I just, no, please don't. Um, so I'm trying to raise my boys better than that. And I want to be better than that, but I really want them to be better than, than me because I have not always, and I still am not perfect uh, with, with uh, those things. But um, anyway, so so there you go. Is cereal a soup? Is cereal a snack? Here. <laughs> uh, are you a soup or are you a snack? <laughs> uh, hopefully you're a, 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 sh- a whole grain cereal with some whole milk uh, or maybe 2%. Uh, you could be drinking whole if you wanted, but that's okay. So anyway, thanks thanks for joining me for this this rambling rendition of the Sunrise and Shine podcast. I don't know if this is like any of the other podcasts I've done. I mean, I've had some that just kind of went all over the place with random stuff, but this one has just been silly, I think. But that's okay. It's what we do. So, um, this is Steve. And we'd love to connect with you some more. So tune in next time for the Sunrise and Shine podcast.